handle the truth. Jim Price, Jim Price Show Daily Update. Thank you guys so much for being here. It is September 18th. It's a Monday, 2023. Well, as we continue to go down this path of lunacy, uh, we got a visitor in the States. I hope you guys are all prepared for the uh, the arrival of a world leader. So he shows his face here. It's kind of like, um, what do you want to say, Groundhog's Day? Uh, yeah, that's what we do here in uh, America. We just do Groundhog's Day. It's the same old crap, just a different day. Over and over and over again. And that's how we do it, though. Don't worry about that. Oh, looks like we got our guests coming in here. Yeah, the uh, Zelensky came into town. But remember, what guys, we're missing an F-35. Now, that F-35 is also uh, just uh, don't worry about it. It went on autopilot. And right after it went autopilot, it went ahead and turned its transponder off. And so they do believe somewhere in a lake somewhere in North Carolina uh, that the jet went down. But by the way, they can track you and your COVID symptoms through the sewage testers that they have across the country. They know exactly when you're sick, but they can't find an F-35. So it sounds like a matter of will, just like the whole voting thing. They issue they issue 8 billion unique lottery tickets every single year. Every single year, the city, county, state, and the federal government issue 8 billion Powerball tickets every single year. Uh, they have two drawings every single week. That's 108, it was 100 and, uh, 104 uh, drawings every single year without a mistake. Within seconds, they know how to certify it. They know who won. They have a picture of the individual. They know all the different in, uh, things about that person. But uh, every two years, we can't count 150 million ballots. So that sounds like a matter of will as well. We can't find an F-35 who ejected the pilot on its own, took off flying on its own, turn a transponder off on its own, but yet two jets were following it, but then they couldn't follow it anymore? Oh, I guess because they are using that Klingon stealth technology or the, uh, the, you know, where they go disappearing, the cloaking thing. Yeah, we're doing the whole Star Trek thing or Star Wars or Battlestar Galactica. Whatever we're doing now, we're just going to call it fun. So uh, the aliens are a thing. We're a thing. You're a thing. I don't know. Uh, Dr. Sherwood's here with me. I'm going to let him... I'm going to tell you, he can. He could tell you what's a thing there. I don't know, buddy. I am really lost anymore on what it is these people are doing to us. So uh, we're sitting next to each other. Mark, yeah. you got the you got the stage, buddy. And don't be laughing at my jokes now. That just encourages me, uh, so don't do that. You ought to roll, man. I, I tell you what, Jim, we, we're in a, a bind when the uh, selective ignorance of the government is showing its head right now. Now, you, you did a very good job explaining that. It is It is unconscionable. Uh, but, but again, it shouldn't surprise anybody, really, if you think right. We haven't, we don't need to lose our critical thinking skills. These people, they, they don't know what they're doing leadership-wise yeah. regarding finances, regarding uh, health, regarding uh, border security. They don't know what they're doing, and or maybe they do. I don't know. It depends how you look at it. But ultimately, we need to make our own decisions and learn to live independently of them. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that parallel economy where we go out and we do our own thing and we don't ask for permission to do anything. Right. It's kind of like a bully. You know, when you just kind of don't pay attention, there's no power there, right? So you just walk away. Quit being a victim to their circumstance. Whatever their circumstance is, let them go do their thing. And if they want to act like fools, 
Have at it, buddy. But I'm going to sit over here. Uh, I'm going to take my iodine. I'm going to take my copper. I'm going to drink out of my copper cup. I'm going to stay away from all those government chemicals, the glyphosate and everything else, and I'm just going to be a better human being. So you know what? They can only kill me once, right, Mark? That's kind of how Well, I'm that's going. it. And uh, I think you, you said something that's literally music to my ears because we the more we talk about and empower the evil that is, Jim, the more that becomes uh, – it begins to consume us from the inside. And I deal with people all the time, man, uh, whether they be in office here – seeing me or remotely or on the road, whatever, they are consumed with fear. They're consumed with anxiety. And I'm like, stop it. Stop it. You know, if if that consumes you, all you do is throw gas on the fire of the enemy and you make them stronger. And we, it's, it's like the, I, I told people before, if you had an opportunity in the room to, to sit there and spend time talking to Jesus or spend time talking to Satan, who would you pick? And everybody, oh, I pick Jesus. Well, right now we're picking Satan. Yeah. Because Jesus is ever present as much as Satan is. And we're spending more time talking about the evil than we are the good. And well, I, is, I think that I'm going to play some good news, though? You know? see, see, Jesus is omnipresent, which means he's at everywhere at all times. Yeah. Satan is a singular presence where they he has Bingo. to show up, right? So um, we, oh, but doesn't the, the Bible say 365 times, which is a single time every day of the, of the year, even though we shouldn't use this calendar, we should be back to the you know, 13 month calendar. But anyway, I digress. Um, <laughs> that's a whole nother time manipulation, uh, but he tells us don't thou shall not live in fear. I, I take it as a commandment. I take it as a greater yeah. commandment. If he said it that many, he said, thou shall not kill once. Right. But mm-hmm. he said, thou shall not live in fear 365 times. I think he's kind of trying to make a point that fear is a pretty powerful tool and can be manipulated against us to make really stupid decisions. Well, fear is indeed false evidence appearing real because fear cannot have any control over you or power over you unless you let it. And, yeah. and you're right, depending on some translations, some would say 365, some would say 200. But regardless, yeah. your point is well taken. The idea, the command, do not fear, is is very much there. And, and if you look at the history, Bible, et cetera, with different battles that would take place. It would fear not, I will deliver X, Y, Z into your hand. Yeah. You know, that was the command. It's not an option when we follow into this idea of living in fear. Look, Jim, we're not hearing the voice of wisdom anymore at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Well, think about that. I mean, and, and the idea that if you, okay, so Psychological tests have proven that you lower your IQ between 10 and 15 points when you are in fear or when there is an emergency situation. You lose IQ points. Well, let's go off of that alone. I don't want to be dumber. I don't want to be, you know, that's a lot of people showed me how dumb they could be in this in this past few years, but I don't want to be dumber by living in fear. So if I'm doing more to make sure that I'm not living in fear, I get to be smarter right and so we talk about these things we talk about the crisis of things and it makes a complete difference so anyway i know you didn't get it down here to give me let's do uh we could do more bible study i know it i could go for an hour on it but um what what do you got for me mark what's going on in the world around you well i think right now no one is talking about the catastrophic occurrence that is it's the it's the health crisis in america jim that's no one is talking about and we we continue to like bypass it let it go on by we'll talk about it later i think that our health crisis our destruction from the inside out i'm talking about our own human bodies 
is the greatest enemy we have. I think when you look ourselves in the mirror, I, I can use real statistics to, to prove my point. I mean, look at the amount of uh, cancers. You know, there's over 600,000 people die every year. There's over 2 million cases that are diagnosed every year. We're seeing cancers get younger in the population. We're seeing obesity grow out of control, literally. Uh, obesity now is the fastest growing non-communicable disease in the history of mankind's existence. We're seeing insulin resistance type 2 diabetes grow. Uh, autism was 1 in 40,000 40 years ago. Today, it's 1 in under 40. Those trends predict it'll be 1 in 2 by 2050. We are destroying ourselves every single day and these political politician money driven hunger people are not even talking about it yeah well think about that for just a second like you think about how these these politicians i i had a conversation with an individual uh for about an hour or so today and we were talking about you know why did you see so and so mr politician mrs politician why did you see them walk up to a subject and then just stop cold? I said, well, because they're tainted. Because they've got a credibility issue. They can't follow through because there's something in their background that you know, the FBI or CIA has already leveraged against them to make sure they're keeping the controls on them. But in so many other cases, uh, the, ego, the ego who has gotten these people out there, and yes, they seem entertaining and you know, they're the shiny objects. Everybody likes to, you know, it's like a bass boat for rednecks, right? They're like, oh, look, he's pretty. Um, so why do we, you know, we see these politicians going this direction, and, and then we're like, well, why didn't they come through for us? Well, when the ego gets involved, when you see that there's a, you know, they can't talk about Epstein's Island, they can't talk about taxes, they can't talk about pharmaceuticals, it's because they've taken the money, because they've got right. the pictures on them, because they got the background, whatever it is. Um, so, so many times we see that happening in real time and it's sad. Um, I, Mark, I have a question for you and I know that you, mm -hmm. uh, you're, you're going to call yourself a doctor. I play one on TV, so I will call myself, uh, <laughs> That's good. I don't play a doctor. I, I do play a doctor on TV, but I, I'm not a doctor. Yeah. Um, but it's a credit, there's starting to be a real credibility issue, uh, across the board. If I was going to say I wanted to go enter into a professional field. I don't know if doctoring is going to be my thing anymore because it doesn't seem to have the prestige or the honesty or the credibility that it used to have. So how do how do we – I fear – go okay, you know I travel a lot to this thing. So yeah. I go and I get in a car accident. Somebody pulls out in front of me, I T-bone, whatever. <laughs> I end up in the hospital. Next thing you know, I'm getting the old COVID shoved into my veins or some remdesivir. I don't know, whatever. That's my fear. I, so how do I get the credibility of the doctors back so that I can have that fearless living as opposed to me just saying, well, unless the bone's sticking out of my skin, I'm not going to the hospital. How do I get past that? Well, the uh, the lack of credibility has been well earned. I will I will add to that, you know, because ultimately uh, and just really quick and I'll get to the what I believe is a practical answer for people like yourself, because you're not alone in that at all. I hear that all the time. Uh, but how do we get here is very important to know, too. Uh, you know, when Big Pharma began to instruct and take charge of all medical education, you know, they fund it. And all it is now is an algorithmic medication uh, prescription formula. They are not. And I hope people hear me with this. They're not trained in how to keep anybody well. Mm -hmm. So even what my wife and I do is truly traditional healing. And that's been around for the beginning of time. We're not practicing. I hope people catch the play on words there. 
what we're doing right now in this idea of medicine now, they're still practicing because they're trying different drugs on people. And some of them work, some of them don't. And depending on what statistical database you look at, Jim, even properly prescribed medications, properly done surgeries is the third leading killer of Americans right now. That's crazy. So, yeah. you know, where do we go from here? You know, you got a situation like yourself, you know, people do fear and do get concerned about going to a hospital, even for a true emergency, and they should. I think a couple of things, if possible, have an advocate with you. That's always, always important. Number two, remember that indeed, we, we do have some of the best acute care situations in the, in the planet. It's really good. Um, but if you have an advocate there, the advocacy has got to be so strong, so unwavering, so unwilling to bend that their job is to advocate for you that if you've got a broken leg, they're to treat the broken leg and set that thing, get it back into the course of a healing position, cast it and move on and get you out of there. Yeah. The idea yeah. of vaccinating people just because they enter a facility is is archaic. It's old. It's um, it's it's one that I uh, look at like a slavery concept. I'm going to brand you so I can make sure you're part of my team. Yeah, we, we've got to have advocates and i think we've learned that lesson over the last three years when people didn't have advocates and we're told to leave and the next thing you know they're on a ventilator and they were dead yeah um uh, you know unacceptable across the board right well here's a here's one of the things that really has okay so again i'm, I'm gonna play a doctor here on tv for a second so one of the things that i have gone down the deep well with because i started on my probiotic journey back in 2014 got into tart cherry for some blemishes, which is the pH in your blood. Um, you know, then I started getting into some other things. Uh, I started finding out about these these shots, right? So the shots became a focus because government chemicals, they're wanting to do these things. What is terrifying, you just said it, you made a comment which brought this to my mind. This, you know, hey, we got, a, we got this regiment of things. We got to put these things here. You're coming in the hospital. What is, and this is the one thing that I don't think everybody gets. What's the first thing the nurse, the doctor, the PA, the the person in you know inboarding you into the emergency room? Have you had your tetanus shot? When was your last tetanus? Tetanus, oh, yeah. the tetanus shot, is is a sterilization drug. It will sterilize you for six months and maybe for the rest of your life. And nobody's talking about this. It is a sterilization drug. It is. I don't know. I, okay, first of all, Mark, I worked, I still work. I mean, I was just out in uh, in my yard and stuff, working on some stuff. I uh, had some stuff done around the house. I was working on it. And I have cut myself up. I got scars. I have no idea that are from, on yeah. my hands and arms. I have gotten, you know, I got a scar on my forehead. I've got, I mean, I have cut myself on rusty metal, saw blades, knives, you name it, right? All my, I've gotten mm -hmm. caught. I've never gotten tetanus. And I've never had a tetanus shot except for when I went in the service. But to think that people are being given the tetanus shot as if it's like, have you had a lollipop today? Yeah. That's not the same. But to say that it's a sterilization drug is really terrifying. And when I tell people that, because a lot of people are like, well, I've never got a tetanus shot. I never. Yeah, they always ask. And I tell them no. Well, how many people are saying yes? And just <laughs> as simple as a tetanus shot causes sterilization, I that right there is like, why would a doctor do Why does, so this normalcy of, have you yeah. had your tetanus? Have you had your tetanus? Someone asked me the other day, have you had a flu shot? I said, why in the hell would I have a flu shot? Well, you know, that way you don't get the flu. I said, I don't get the flu. And I've never, I've been one, you know, knock on wood. Um, I've been, I don't even know when I've ever had the flu 
or the common cold. I mean, once in a while I feel a little crappy, you know, you know and I lay around a little bit in an afternoon or take some time for myself, but I've never, like, had the flu. So I'm like, why would I go get a flu shot if I don't get the flu? Well, you know, that way it prevents. <laughs> and I'm like, do you know that the high-dose quadrivalent flu shot they're giving out is the same crap they've been giving you for eight years, but mm-hmm. it's at twice the dosage and it's four different vials? And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, high-dose quadrivalent flu shot. High-dose quad four. I, I mean, I just, anyway, so I, this whole, oh, by the way, did you see the New York lady said that they have a new, uh, they have a new vaccine coming out for COVID? Yeah, I, I've been following that. And I think people need to know that um, today, and th- this is true. Tell me. So just Tell like me. people <laughs> live in a bubble, right? Right. People live in a bubble. Like they're when they live in a bubble, they're given one set of information. That's all they know. That's all they've known for, let's say, live in a bubble for 15 years. Uh, doctors who go to uh, the higher learning institutions, they are indoctrinated over and over and over again with a belief system that is um, unidirectional. It's one directional. It, it's, it's all it is. And so they can't change course. Uh, and that makes it where they can't critically think anymore, you know, like you were mentioning earlier. When you think one way and that's all you know and that's all you've known from what you believe to be instruction from some of the brightest minds in the world. And you've got, hello, a half million dollars tied to it from student loans. You really do believe that. And it's not like you could change their mind. It's a religion, right? It's a type of religion. It's just right there. It's been that way uh, for the last 75 years. And now you've got what we see as doctors who – don't know how to keep you well, know very little about keeping you well, and know nothing when you get down to it about the other side of the coin versus what they're told. And I, I find that that terrible because, like you mentioned the tetanus shot, you mentioned the flu shot. The true science, Jim, mm-hmm. has been mystified over the last several years. Right. We have been told, quote, unquote, trust the science. But let me just kind of break down what science is, just so people really know what the true definition of is. Yeah. Okay, you can trust the science, but under the true definition, science is really what's left over. However, you've tried after you tried to work very, very hard at trying to disprove everything else. In other words, if you have a hypothesis, then you get an experiment, and then you do some studies, you try to prove why that ain't why that's not any good. And if you prove it's no good, you start all over again. You keep refining that until you have what's left over. But then you still try to poke holes in it. That is the evolution and development of the greatest scientific discoveries of all time. But they shut that down and made that concrete versus fluidity. And that became uh, something that we're supposed to trust concrete-wise. But like my wife uh, told me, she had a professor tell her, this is 25 years ago, hey, Michelle, Whatever you learn right now, remember, 20 years from now, 50% of it will not be true. Now, that right there is a great mind. We need more minds like that to look at life and science in that, in that way. Yeah. Well, here's a, here's a question I have for you. How come we're not compounding knowledge? How come we're not taking yeah. insulin that was in, – insulin was invented 100 and some years ago? Yeah. It wasn't 100 and some days ago. It wasn't last no. year or ten years ago or in the seventies. How can we haven't? How can we haven't compounded? I mean, 
here's base knowledge, and then we add some more knowledge, and then we kind of yeah. kind of compress that down, and then we we add some more knowledge, and we compress that. Then we co- how is it that when we learn something, we're always only learning from here, but all the compounded knowledge from the decades or centuries of learning, why are we really not compounding it? What's the is there a disconnect yeah. in that that learning realm or something? There is because when you when you have a textbooks a textbook that says this, it's got a flat line in space and time, right? Mm-hmm. And that becomes your baseline. And if that's all that you ever learn, that baseline becomes the peak, right? And so that's why that happens. And so like in my wife and I's life, on the flip side, we've made a, a lifetime of learning to sort of stack on to what you, you know, mm-hmm. what you think you know. You try things and prove that what you think you know or what you know actually is effective. Yeah. And you keep learning. It, learning is really a body that continues to grow. It's like building muscle, right? You know, building muscle is not just inventing it on one day and having muscle. No, it's a consistent, evolving, developing process of breakdown, tear down, resolve, build up, compensate. It's, it's, this, it's almost like a stock market process that's supposed to be going up in the right direction. Right. We, begin, we, we just stopped learning like that. And it, it hurts me because I, I think probably why, not just with what I just said from a strict learning classroom standpoint, I think that we live a lot in this idea of fear. We live in fear a lot and anxiety. You kind of lock into your emotions and you lose your left brain ability to sort of critically think through processes. And and when you lose the critical thinking ability, we get stuck. Mm-hmm. We get stuck in what we're told, and then you can become controlled. And that's something people need to be aware of right now. Isn't that part of a couple of different things? Two things is one that I am able to admit that I am wrong and that I need to correct my behavior or my thought process. But also, um, so that's ego, right? Uh, so that's ego, right? So not ability yeah. to admit I'm wrong and then go back. I mean, I I kind of I kind of look forward to like proving myself wrong like i used to okay mark i true confession i used to hey i spent decades in the construction industry if you think i haven't sprayed a little roundup in my time you know i mean but i used to say well it's just a herbicide it ain't gonna hurt me that's right you know spray a little in my mouth you know rinse it out you know i just thought it was a herbicide because it's just roundup now not that i bathed in it but when it was misting because the wind was blowing against me i didn't think a thing about it i just kept doing it well now i'm looking at my body going I've been glyphosate poisoned. The reason I have the extra weight, the reason I have the 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 leaky gut, the reason I have all the had all the things I had the probiotics to put my life back together was because of the glyphosates that I was told it was just Roundup. But now they yeah. use Roundup as a way to store grains, long-term grain storage, oats, barley, milo, corn, uh, anything, soybeans, especially soybeans, guys. If you guys are all out there going, yeah. I'm eating tofu, I'm vegan, I'm no. this and that. You are screwed with glyphosate. Yeah. Um, so, or glyphosate, glyphosate, I don't know. How, How? okay, you're a doctor. Yeah, Give call me- it gly- glyphosate, the pH is before the S. Okay. And you're with like soybeans as general, they're genetically altered so that they actually bind to additionally the estrogen receptor so they create estrogenic effects in males so they sort of deplete your testosterone production and to your point i think that um with with us today we have become so dumbed down Mm -hmm. to to things that we can't seem to adjust our way out of it i 
I'm very grieved by what we've got going right now, Jim. And, and I think that, um, you know, even from the ability to say, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Let's look at this from, from both sides of the coin. Let's just be honest, folks. Right. Look at both the leadership, wannabe leadership of both Democrat and Republican Party and politics. Yeah. Leaders, true leaders, Jim, and you and I both know this as, as, as people, adults, men, whatever. A true leader can look at people and say, you know what? I was wrong. I will learn from that mistake. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was wrong, and I'm sorry represent then three of the most powerful words a true leader can say. You're not seeing that from either side in the candidates or even in the current office holders. And that makes them, in my opinion, unqualified. Because when ego gets in the life, ego has a definition in my world. It is called edging God out. When you don't have a concept of God, you cannot understand right and wrong. And you think you are God. Yeah. When you edge God out, you put yourself in the role of God. And that's a dangerous place to be because then you start getting uh, addicted to the drive of love and money mm -hmm. and addicted to power, fame, and influence. And all you want is that thing you crave the most. But the thing you crave the most is killing you and killing other people. Yeah. Well, that's a sadomasochist point of view. Um, here's the thing for me, Mark. And this is what I've come – and I have done – a lot of work and people who really know me personally, which is very few people, because uh, I kind of, you know, my business, is my business, right? You know, uh, but I really worked on the yin and yang of ego. And I yeah. and let me explain yeah. that to you for just a second, because so I call it the yin and yang. So that's the black and the white, the dark and the light, the whatever evil and the good. But I think ego, when you embrace the ego and you know, you know, you know, your ego part, you know, you know him. He's, the, he's that jerk that makes you say stupid things and kind of be mean and stuff. And But then when you embrace that, and then you know that you have a powerful side of ego that can, you once you get, you, 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 you start finding that there's a good and a bad of ego by you embracing the bad part and saying, hey, this is where I suck. I don't, this is, I, you know, this is what I do. I, and, or yeah. in, even say it inside your head and then work away from it and work on yourself and using it to produce a better you. And I think the ego allows us to be selfless and do more for others. And that's how we control the ego. Because here's the thing. If I'm doing something in a servitude to Mark and I expect nothing in return, that is a real exercise in ego because I'm going to do this and I'm not looking for anything in return. I'm not looking for gratification. I'm not looking for payback. I just want you to have a better life. And when we mm -hmm. embrace that yin and yang or the, the good and the bad or the black and white of our ego, we find it, it we, can be, we can be more powerful because we've controlled the evil part of it or the bad part of ego and which these people live in. They bathe in the... And the narcissistic, you know, um, what I say, the sadomasochist, where they like seeing other people yeah. in pain. And uh, if we just yeah. worked on that, but no, pe people don't want to, though, because it's comfortable. It makes them money. There's a lot of people that are ego-driven that get a lot of zeros and donations. They sell a yeah. lot of products. They sell a lot of speeches. They do a lot of things. And you got to ask them where the proof in the pudding is. Is it about building your website or about making people healthier? Does that make sense? Well, you know, Jim, I think what you said is, is one of the most power thing, powerful things that um, people have heard. And they need to hear it again and again. I encourage you, if you're listening right now, folks, to go replay that right there. Because when, when I die to self, mm -hmm. and I want to do that every day, yeah, I'm, I'm, willing, I'm able to say that 
Mark Sherwood's capable of anything good and anything bad at any given time. I'm capable of doing something really stupid and really hurtful and hateful and mean, as well as doing something that's really just good for the goodness of mankind, expecting nothing in return other than the blessing of mankind. Yeah. When I can live like that and, and I've when I get out of my own way, you can experience that and be honest about it. It's freeing, man. Yeah. It's freeing and it's humbling. And it puts you in a place, I believe, of greater and greater ability to influence people. Yeah. Because people down deep, down deep, all of us, except for those ones that are sociopathic, which I think are very, very few circle. I, I think all of us, we yearn for that honesty. We yearn for that truthfulness because it's, it's like, it's pressureless. You don't have to remember what you said yeah. because you told the truth. Yeah. You don't have to remember what lie you told last week. You don't have to remember, you know, look over your corner over your shoulder because you did somebody wrong. You can you can sleep well at night knowing you gave your best that day. Yeah. And even like coming on your show, man. I mean, this is the truth. Now, I'm not saying this because you're my friend, but <laughs> here's the thing, man. Um, I do a lot of these. Right. And I do. And I, I do them with one thing in mind. I want to pour my heart and soul into that audience, that encounter, so that that whoever's listening right there can feel better, mm -hmm. can can be better, can have some sense of hope, man. And and that does not bear in mind Jim Price or Mark Sherry. That's about helping somebody else. Yeah. Because doing what we do um, is a thankless job. People need to know that. It, it, you know, come on, man. It is a thankless job. Yeah. But it's okay. Because we want you to have a better life. Right. Well, and that's one of the things that I, I just, I, I, I put myself through, you know, the, the regiment, right? So I, what I'll do is I'll, I put myself on iodine. Bef I was probably on iodine for a year before I even told anybody about it. Because yeah. I just, I wanted to make sure the process I was going through that I was going to talk about, that I was going to see the effects, my body changing or whatever it was. I wanted to make sure that I wasn't like, you know, hey, yeah, I died. And then, then all of a sudden it's, you know, making people sick, right? I got to make sure that this, the process is there and I get it and blah, blah, blah. And it was like, so that's, you know, so then I started saying, hey, listen, guys, here's how simple this is and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And now there are things that I have taken that I didn't mention that I don't take and I just don't take it anymore. I, I'm on I'm on all minerals now. I don't even, let's see, I take a full eight B12 and, yep. uh, and uh, that's about the closest I get to a vitamin. You know, I take uh, herbs and I take uh, minerals. And I have found myself feeling so different and feeling so good. And my body, I used to live in a body pain of 9 and 10 mm. every day. I mean, it was just constant. My lower back, neck pain, hands, I mean, gut issues. And so for me to say now I'm living in a 6 to 7, I'm in heaven here. You know, I'm like, hey, and people are like, six to seven, that's your normal. I'm like, well, do you know what my normal was? I mean, that was horrible. So I've had to put myself through some things. Uh, I started on cayenne pepper about four months ago, and I take 100,000 Scoville units, which is horrible. <laughs> By the mm -hmm. way, if you want to do cayenne pepper, just go with the 40,000 so you don't have to feel like you, you know. But I, hey, I was going to do the hero's journey. I threw myself in there, and four months you ago, did. I was, there was times in my life, I'm like, why am I doing, like, what am I doing? Uh, uh, there was times I was like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do this tomorrow, this was it, I, you know, but I stayed with it, and now, the benefits I see from it, 
after mm-hmm. having lived through the pain, knowing that it, it brings your testosterone levels up because it does challenge your body, causes mm-hmm. your body to actually have to work. It, it smooths your blood out so uh, you don't have to have blood pressure medication. It helps with uh, stroke victims. Um, it helps with blood clots. I mean, all these amazing things. And I had to go through it before I told anybody about it. And uh, I did. I went through it. And then after I saw the, the, how it plateaued and came down and the pain level that was all those changes, I'm in a better man now. But I had to go through it myself first. So I wanted to make sure that people knew that I went through a personal journey with it. And so when they're going through it, I'm not saying, well, Mark Sherwood, he, he told yeah. me to do it, and I've never done it. But you need to go out there and buy this. And it's like, no. I need to try that first. And so, well, it's interesting, you know, right now, people see me take a sip here if you're watching this. Yeah. In this drink right here, I have both cayenne and cinnamon. So, right here. So, you know, you didn't know that. We didn't talk. So, I like, you know, I've learned over time. And, and like to your point, people, there's a lot of people that perhaps are listening, perhaps are not, but we have a bunch of people we get the, the blessing and the opportunity to work with. Mm -hmm. And I don't take for granted any of them, but they will never see us recommend anything to them that hasn't gone through and is going through our own own bodies first. This won't happen. Jim, I even took progesterone one night to say I did. True story. (laughs) You know, because I knew it wasn't going to kill me. I I was hoping I'd wake up in the morning, but I did that because I wanted to have... Yeah, I wanted to add some some integrity with it, you know. And I did right. sleep well, by the way. I was like, "Wow, that's pretty strong." Right. But but ultimately, I think integrity is the way to go with this because yeah. you know, like with our our peptides and all our little minerals we take and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, look, man. I think um, interesting with your minerals. Most people need to understand that minerals are cofactors for enzymes that are genetically made in our body that actually deal with things like. Um, high free radicals and the dismantling of them they're in. So there's a bunch of stuff that we don't get today, even if we eat well. Yeah. So to that point, that's the benefit of taking supplements. Well, because they GMO'd all the good stuff out right. of it. They've glyphosated right. it, they've processed it, they've done all these other things to it. So, yeah, I mean, okay, I got a, I got a story here. Um, I have, I, got, I called them chicken poop tomatoes. So the, the chickens, now they don't eat the tomato plants, but they eat the tomatoes after they're red. And chickens know to do that. By the way, you oh, yeah. don't have to tell a chicken to not eat potato leaves. You they don't know. have to tell a chicken not to eat tomato leaves. They don't eat the green tomatoes. They only eat the red ones. And I am like, wow, but us as humans, we're stupid. Anyway, so um, this spring, because I quit spraying weed and feed on my house, or my yard. I mean, I was a big, you know... I like the golf course, you know. I do, oh yeah, you know. And uh, <laughs> so I, I, I'm on an acre, so I'm like, you know, I had, a, I really had a thing going, right? So last year, I didn't spray for weed and feed, or or uh, granulate. I didn't do granulate, and I didn't do granulate this year. Now, two things that happened: I had mushrooms in my yard, and I have had dozens of different varieties of mushrooms. Everything from the red, wow. the, they call it the red devil's dick or something like that, excuse the language, but uh, it's a little red uh, mushroom that comes up and it stinks really bad and the flies and stuff really like it. I've had the regular white cap ones. I've had all these different, just dozens of them, different ones all over the yard. I'm like, wow, this came back fast. Um, but the other thing was I had chicken poop tomatoes. 
Well, if I would have had weed and feed on my yard, the seeds would have died because that's where the weed and feed works is on the germination portion of the plant. But I got chicken poop tomatoes off my deck out here because the chickens had eaten the seeds and then pooped it. And then this spring, they started growing up. So I just didn't mow right there. I just let them grow. And I am telling you what, Mark, those stupid cherry tomatoes that I get off of there are some of the most... I go out there... And, in fact, after the show, I'm going to go out, and I'm going to probably go out, and I'll pick some tomatoes, and I'll just sit there and eat more than I bring in the house. But this, if I I hadn't done these things to get my food source better, I wouldn't have those things. Anyway, that was my That is the the cycle of life that God created for mankind to not just survive but to thrive on planet Earth. And these yo-yos that think they can do it better, good luck with that one. But ultimately, the example you just had is if you allow things to work the way nature slash the God of nature intended, Mm -hmm. mankind can prosper and mankind can be fed and he can be supplied and it, it's a peaceful thing. So I, that, I I appreciate that story. Well, and I'll give you one other thing. I'm actually letting certain clovers take over because actually clover uh, keeps the moisture in the ground, never grows over two inches, doesn't have to be maintained. Uh, and then all the birds and the, and the animals love the clover as well. So um, anyway, I'm, I'm completely going the other direction. So I'm working on me, man. So... All right, Mark. Love hey, um, how long do I get you? I already got you for 40 minutes. I thought they said 30. Well, they have well, eight o'clock. Oh. I got another five minutes or so before I have to stop, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah, who cares? All good, man. Yeah. I enjoy talking to you. You bet. Um, hey, Mark, how do we find you? Because we didn't really cover that in the beginning. So how do we find you? Well, it shows you where our heart is. We're worried about, we're more concerned about communicating truth than we are self-promotion, right? Go. So good on you. Go. Uh, no, people can find us at Sherwood.tv. I mean, we're... We're not hard to find. At, right there at Sherwood.tv, we have all of our free resources that people can subscribe to, videos, blogs, and things like that. And we have a ton of stuff that people can get. There's all kinds of programs. There's books, movies, um, just a world of stuff. And yeah. we're, we're trying to be a blessing to mankind, mm-hmm. uh, Jim. And there's, again, people can work with us if they want to. We have a webinar that goes out periodically that's free that people can ask questions to the chat bar and then they can schedule appointments. But, you know, there's something for everybody to uh, plug into and get benefit from towards the betterment of their life. Right. Well, and uh, both you and I are on American Media Periscope. I uh, do a co-host with James Grumvig and there's some other yeah. things in the works for myself as well on on amp and so i do appreciate what you've been doing there i'm glad that we're part of the same team yeah um, definitely it's an awesome thing how is hey how is your wife real quick before we we have to get you out of here how is your wife doing? yeah she's doing wonderful jim i mean i I'm a, I'm a blessed guy you know a lot of people um you know seek and look for those marriages made in heaven and and i've got one mm-hmm. and i don't know what i did to deserve that nothing but but God smiled on me and, and let me see that and recognize that. So I cherish and honor my wife. I, I like to refer to her not just as my spare rib, but my perfectly glazed, braised, smoking hot prime rib. And people really like that. Um, <laughs> but no, we work together every day. She's here in the office with me now. And so um, I just I just enjoy I enjoy being around her. I can't imagine not working with her. Yeah. Um, real quick, um, uh, Rebecca Wells asked, what is the natural remedies for female hormones um, or she said, Dr. Sherwood or Dr. Jim. So I guess I'll let you take the lead on this one. <laughs> well, Rebecca, there's a couple things you want to think about. Um, obviously if you reach the age of menopause where your menstrual cycle to pause, that means your, 
your ovaries are no longer producing anymore. And I could go into a whole show on why that's an unusual phenomenon that's only occurred in the last hundred years, but I won't. But at that point in time, because of the various mechanisms, your body will not produce any uh, sufficiency of estradiol, progesterone, but it will produce a tiny bit of, of testosterone through your adrenals, potentially. Um, when you get to that point, my encouragement for you, and I know this from all kinds of studies, my experience and my training as well, um, you should consider only natural, bioidentical hormone replacement. And that those are made from yam and soy. And that's important because there's also synthetic out there. To, so we have had incredible success replacing that which was lost by these natural, bioidentical, human-identical sources. And you need a prescription to do that. We compound it for you, but, but there is a way to do that. And so I encourage you to do that as opposed to not having hormones at all, which lends itself to a higher risk of osteoporosis, heart disease, and brain disease, Alzheimer's dementia inclusive. Yeah, oh, very good. Well, I do appreciate that, and I don't want to uh, cause you any heartache and headache with your uh, your next uh, thing. So, uh, Mark, give us some words of wisdom just before you head out here, and then give us your .com one more time before you head out, or your .tv before you go out. Yeah, people need to really take action now, Jim. We live in a world uh, that's chronically reactive to what you hear, what you see, what you feel. Uh, stop. Turn it off. Begin to take action on your own. Begin to t make your own road. Begin to make your own exactly life like you did, Jim, you know, let the plants grow, get outside, enjoy nature, yeah. learn to live independently and not dependently upon the big government, big medicine, big food, and even big church. Let me just be honest about that. Oh, yeah. Learn to live self-governmentally. And when you do that, there's freedom in that because that is the spirit that God gave the original America right there. And bringing that back, there's, there's health tied to that. There's wealth tied to that. There's um, provision tied to that, and there's freedom tied to that. So I encourage you to do that. People can see us at Sherwood.tv, and we are people that are going to give you hope. That's why they refer to us as hope dealers. Right. Yeah, hopiums, right? And again, mm -hmm. here's the thing. We know that in April of 2020, when they shut everything down and you took away everybody's hope, we had more suicides in one month in April of 2020 than we have in a standard calendar year. So that tells you the true effect of the emotional state of Americans or people in the world that when taken hope away, it actually pushes them over the edge to kill themselves. And that really should be a real heartbreaking moment for all of us to realize what they did to all those human beings out there that suffered because a few people wanted to maintain their power because they were mad at some guy named Trump. Shame on yeah. them, right? So, all right, Mark, well, I'm going to get you out of here. I'm, I'm being a good guy. I'm going to I'm gonna let you get out of here so I don't get in trouble. You don't get in trouble. No, so, no. Hey, Mark, hey. thank you so much for being on the show, buddy. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, Jim. It's good to see you, and I appreciate it. You bet. We'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Bye. All right. Well, what a great guest it is to have Marco with me on the show. Again, this is um, a time we live in life right now where we got to say, okay, what's really going on in the world around us? And this is one of those things that you got to go, there's too many problems for us to actually tackle everything at once, but we actually can do little things at a time. Uh, Rebecca, one of the things I wanted to add to your um, – Oh, yeah, she already responded to that. One of the things I wanted to respond to uh, what Mark was talking about there is uh, iodine. Uh, iodine is a uh, goes in and settles into your um, uh, ovaries. And, in fact, I'm going to bring another doctor on here for this. Hold on. Let me do this real quick. And, uh, and uh, 
And da 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 stop. Collaborate and listen. Here's and, the science uh, of iodine deficiency. It's a humongous problem out there with the fact that women are suffering oh, from polycystic okay. ovaries. There, there we go. All right, let me do this one real quick. I'm going to show you this about iodine real quick, guys. And uh, let's see, screen capture right there. And Sifiri, there it is. All right, so this is actually uh, a guy that I was actually in Dallas with, not this weekend, but last weekend. And or la not this last weekend, but the weekend before when I was in Dallas, uh, he actually spoke, and this is actually him talking about iodine in real time. So I want you to hear about what iodine and what it has to do with women. Here's and, the science uh, of iodine it's deficiency. It's a humongous problem out there with the fact that women are suffering from polycystic ovary uh, ovary syndrome, PCOS, fibrocystic breast disease, fibromyalgia, um, uterine fibroids. Uh, any type of these cysts and these fibroids, the ovaries actually have the second highest concentration of iodine in a woman's body. You know, when they're deficient, the cysts form. So basically, if there's no iodine in the thyroid, if it's saturated with fluoride, you're not taking iodine in through the body, then the cysts form in the in the ovaries and especially around your menstrual cycles if for the ladies that are listening if your breasts become tender you definitely that's a sign that you have uh, iodine deficiency cold hands cold feet low body temperature you know if you're always cold that's another sign puffiness around the eyes is another sign a tongue you know when your tongue feels like it's too big for your mouth and you have a problem talking, that's another sign of iodine deficiency. Brain fog, low energy in the afternoon, all of these things. We'll go into some more uh, symptoms uh, uh, about that you can look for to see if you have an iodine deficiency soon. But breast tissue is also a huge sponge for iodine, and iodine is concentrated in the breast as well. It's... Uh, there was an article here that I, I wanted to read to everybody. From 1993, it was recommended that uh, women take 3,000 to 4,000 micrograms a day to promote healthy breasts. Now, that's a huge difference considering the fact that the RDA, our trusted FDA and U.S. government who gets everything right, actually says that we need 150 micrograms per day of iodine. Not as extremely, extremely low levels of iodine. What they, how they came up with that number was they looked at when they added iodine to, they made iodized salt, and they looked at the minimum amount of iodine that would prevent a goiter from forming. Wow. And that was 150 micrograms a day. Personally, now, especially with Fukushima, especially with the chemtrails, especially with all the stuff that's, that's coming down on top of us, you know, the radiation, iodine, the radiation from Fukushima, the iodine, radioactive iodine 131, I mean, we need to protect and saturate our thyroid even more. I usually take, you know, 40 milligrams, which would be 40,000 micrograms, which sounds like an in incredibly high number a couple times a week. But in the case of a nuclear or exposure to radioactive iodine-131, it's recommended that people take 120 milligrams 
uh, a day for six or seven days to protect your thyroid if they're in direct uh, you know proportion or in direct area where they're going to be affected by that uh, radiotrophic or radioactive 131. So if a woman's thyroid or if a man's thyroid is iodine deficient, so she, her breasts, her ovaries, everything's going to be deficient. And it's no surprise that the medical literature has found correlation between thyroid disease and breast disease and subpar thyroid function and, and even the leading cause of breast cancer. You know, what really, you know, upsets me is the fact that everybody's, you, you know, going all these walks for breast cancer and all this stuff and donating all this money when they're not addressing the root cause of these problems, all they're doing is putting a Band-Aid on the symptoms. And, you know, hopefully you've taken the time and effort to, to read my book, The Green Body Cleanse, because that's going to tell you about the root cause of all disease instead of just the symptoms of disease. So another thing iodine uh, deficiency can affect is the structure and the function of the breast tissue. You know, if you're breastfeeding or you're trying to get milk in there, it can also alter that. And the fact that the cystic breasts end up being very painful. And actually, you know, there's even been correlation that cystic breasts may even lead to breast cancer. Um, there was a study in 1967 by the Journal of American Medical Association that found breast cancer in mice was linked to iodine deficiency. Wow. Um, the National Health and Nutrition Survey from 1971 to 2000 showed iodine levels had dropped 50% from 1971 to the year 2000. So that is, during that time, by the way, thyroid uh, disorders, think about this, how, much, how many thyroid disorders, how much breast cancer, how much prostate cancer, ovarian cancer, all of that has increased since iodine has been taken out of everything and bromine has been replaced into it. The fact is, there's no more iodine in the soil. You know, I have this argument with people, they're like, well, I get iodine through the food I eat. No, you do not. You are deficient in iodine. Yep. The whole world is Absolutely. pretty much deficient in iodine unless you live right next to the ocean and you eat seafood all day long. So there was a research that took place between 1975 and 1989, and 1,300 patients were examined with breast pathology and found that iodine improved 40 to 70% of pain and fibrosis um, symptoms. That was a, a survey. There was another 1995 where histological changes in breast tissue can be reversed by iodine. And 1996, there was a study, rat studies demonstrated that iodine suppresses the formation of breast tumors. I mean, you know, 1996, breasts have a relatively large capacity for iodine uh, uptake. Iodine absorption, 1997, uh, and incorporation into tissues occurs in the same ductal epithelium as the majority of breast cancers. Over 60% of women may experience fibrocystic changes. These changes may respond to three to four milligrams a day of iodine taken for three to four months. How expensive is iodine? Not nearly expensive Cheap. as having breast cancer, that's for sure. So you're telling me that the world's best scientists, you know, all this money that's going into the cure for breast cancer and all these women need to do is take three to four milligrams of iodine a day and their breast cancer is gone? I mean, it just makes no sense. So how can we ignore how vital this 
and how important iodine is for pregnant and nursing women too. If you're if you're a woman, which we talked about earlier, and you're breastfeeding, mean, even if you're pregnant, you need two to three or four times the amount of iodine than you don't need than you need when you're not pregnant. Iodine deficiency has been directly associated with miscarriages, stillbirth, preterm delivery, cognitive problems. It can impair the fetal brain development. Even mild iodine deficiency during pregnancy can be detrimental. So. I mean, iodine deficiency just is, is affecting everyone. I mean, in 1990, here's another one. In 1990, the World Health Organization estimated a third of the world population is iodine deficient, and that situation has, hasn't even improved. That was in 1990. I think that right now we're looking at 75% at least of the world's population is iodine deficient. Yep. Uh, National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey, massive survey that examines current health trends. First study in the early 70s found that 2.5% of citizens were iodine deficient. Now, up to 75%. I think it's closer to 100. Journal of Clinical Endocrinology and Metabolism warned that these numbers indicate extreme iodine deficiency and doesn't include mild deficiency. Lastly, I'm going to read this here to you guys and show you just in, I, I always tout iodine and how important it is for so many problems. So I mean, the, the is, cancer rates that would be So think about this, guys. Everything that the, that's this Dr. Group, by the way, I actually was with him in Dallas with Dr. Artis last week and others. And uh, Lee, Lee uh, uh, I, I just forgot other doctor's names, Judy Makovitz and uh, um, Lee Merritt and all those were out there. So. Guys, uh, uh, and to your point, uh, Rebecca Wells, uh, get a hold of me, text me or whatever. I'll send you my iodine protocol. But here's a couple things I would recommend, guys. If I was telling a woman or a man who is dealing with this right now or having these issues, 5-HTP, it's a mineral, 5-HTP. Iodine, iodine, Lugol's iodine. A few drops in your water each morning. Build yourself up to where you get yourself um, a, uh, a good, steady... Um, uh, uh, input doubling it every two weeks and t i was taking 100 drops a day uh i've been doing that by the way so you got luke uh h5htp for stress or serotonin levels um iodine iodine or uh lugol's iodine uh this is uh, a big deal for that but uh so and then selenium 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 it's a mineral it's actually selenium women if you have or if you are a woman and you're not on selenium you are spinning the chamber on a revolver, clicking the, just spinning it and as fast as you can. Selenium is a big deal for uh, endocrine glands, uh, oh man, I can't say it now, endocrine glands, and also for breast tissue, but it's also an anti-radiation, just like iodine. Selenium and iodine are absolutely essential. Women, get on this. Men should be on it as well for prostate and breast tissue health. Men are a uh, the number one killer in uh, uh, for men is usually breast cancer will kill men prior uh, faster than it will kill women because men are not paying attention to it so selenium in your diet iodine in your diet you do have breast tissue in your chest guys i don't care how masculine you think you are there is breast tissue there uh make sure iodine at 5 htp and selenium big 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 starters try that work on those things and i think you guys would see a big difference for yourself um, thank you so much, Rebecca Wells, for the question. And, uh, yeah, just the simple stuff, guys. 
minerals, 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 and then a good folate. 90% of everybody on earth is genetically uh, predetermined not to have folate, and they need to be on a folate, some type of B12 folate, uh, a fulvic acid. Uh, anyway, I'm screwing up the pronunciation of those because I'm a little tired, but guys, you have so many things right here in front of you. If you have any questions for me, get a hold of me. Jim Price at thegympriceshow.com is my email. Jim Price at thegympriceshow.com. That is my email. Get a hold of me. We'll talk about it. I want to help you guys. There's so many answers out there for you. We have all these answers inside of our body, inside of our hearts. We know what we need, and we don't have to go running outside of us and asking the big, the, the, the big government for our, our permission to do anything. When you're going and putting herbs and minerals in your body, the government's not involved, and that's why they're mad, because you don't want to play their game. So they're going to get mad. You click, create your own parallel economy. Get away from them. Remember, silver, gold, and brass to cover your ass. This is the world we live in nowadays. We know that we have an F-35 that's missing. Anyway, we know when you guys got COVID, though, or the Mexican beer flu, coronavirus. Anyway, guys, this is a matter of will. They don't have the will to protect you. They don't have the will to heal you because it's easier to kill you than deal with you. All right, guys, remember the 10% we do for our neighbor, community, city, county, state, the federal government. The more you do for them, the less they have to do for you. Learn how to be selfless. And not so damn selfish. There will be a far, far better place. Remember, hold the line. Hold fast. You're not giving up. You're not giving in. We will win. I promise. I'll make promise. I can't keep, guys. You've always been the answer. Remember that. We have the answers right inside of us, and we can do this together. Remember, come together, bind together. The Constitution limits your government, but never limits you. I'm Jim Price, Jim Price Show Daily Update. You guys all be good to each other out there, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.